Hi, David. Welcome back to Baker's Wife, Episode 3. It is great to be here. Thank you. It is great to have you here. We're in the back office of our bakery in Efrat. And actually, you're not in this week's episode, but you are here for the very exciting announcement that our little podcast now has corporate sponsorship. Yeah. Um, thanks, Ceremony Tea, for sponsoring our podcast this week. That's right. Now, many of you may think that because Ceremony Tea's owners, Efrat and Ellie, are great friends of ours, they have no choice but to sponsor us, and that might be true, but nevertheless, Ceremony Tea, which is the tea we use in our house. And in our bakery. And in our bakery, Ceremony Tea is sponsoring us this week. We're super stoked also to say that it is a there is a 10% discount if you go onto Amazon to order Ceremony Tea using the coupon code 10PBMT, that's T-E-A, and that information will also be on our website, obviously, you can find it there, but in the meantime, I would say, Dave, I just gave you a lot of tea for our anniversary. 20 years. 20 years worth of tea, I think I gave you. 20 bags. 20,000 bags of tea. Um, So Ceremony Tea, check them out. Um, Maybe I would go for the wild berry. David, you prefer some kind of chai tea, but um, they are our sponsors this week. So thanks, guys. Enjoy. Uh, maybe make yourselves a cup of tea as we start on episode three, a uh, podcast with Dove Abramson. Uh, hi, welcome to the third episode of Baker's Wife. We are loving the podcast. It is, I mean, I keep saying, and now we just said also, it's cheaper than therapy. It's amazing. Um, and today I have brought in um, one of my longtime favorites, Dove Abramson. Hey, Dove. Hi, how are you? I'm <laughs> great. Um, Dove is the graphic designer, and your whole team is really the graphic design team behind all the Pat Bamelech awesomeness. And I'm sad that you don't sit there every day for coffee <laughs> because every day someone comes and tells me how gorgeous the blue is, what the cups look like. There are a million compliments that you don't hear. So, first of all, you did a great job. Thanks, thanks. It's really the team, but thank you. I'll take it. You'll take it for the team. Right. Okay. Um, you and I go back. It's. I, I mean, I think that the answer is 24 years. That's true. It makes us very old. Yes, it does. But I will say, in your defense, not in mine, but you were in high school when I first met you. That is true. That is true. Okay, do you remember why? I rem- you're, you're a friend of my sister, Dorona, my, my older sister, and you spent, uh, you, you each about meals at our house, I think, and I can't remember the first time I met you. That I, I also remember. don't remember, but it was, meaning we definitely, you're quieter, see? Um, uh, okay. We definitely, I definitely spent millions of Shabbatot at your house, and it okay. was because of your older sister, meaning I had moved here at 21, I was doing... Graduate oh, you work. Were young. I was very young. Also, I did everything very quickly. Meaning, I did um, my BA in two years, and then okay. I did my master's in two years. So I was twenty-one, and I was getting my graduate degree in social work. Right. As if that, right. That, <laughs> that's the trajectory. That's the trajectory. That's exactly. how it works. That's social exactly. work and social bakery. work straight to bakery right. life. So I was doing an internship here, and Jerome was part of my group of friends. And uh-huh. So, and you were one of the. We were all like um, expats, right? And we were all. And we here. had a ha- we had a place. You had a family, right. meaning we didn't have family, and all family drama that you guys had, like we missed it. We left it all behind. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we would come to you for light doses <laughs> of drama. <laughs> of I think I was the main proponent of that of those dramas. No, I'm gonna say, and I really hope Jerona listens to this. Jerona okay. gave her fair share of that drama in those days, that for is sure. Um, but yes, you were definitely drama, but at the time I would also say there was this great like nerdy subversive vibe that you had because of Noar Ohev Tanakh. Right. Noar Ohev no, Tanakh. No, no, right. it, it can't even be Ohev. Like right. it has to even still be a it's more Hovev. patronizing word. Noar Ohev Tanakh. So yes. I remember like every Shabbat, I think you guys learned Tanakh yes. to, to, without a teacher. Right. We were, we, we, we called ourselves, <laughs> the, I called it sort of 
I guess, pejoratively, I called it the Chachamim. But yeah, we sat together every Shabbat afternoon and learned Tanakh together. Now that I think of it, yes, that was pretty outrageous. It was outrageous. But I mean, it still goes on because Alon Shavut, as we all know, is a nerdy, like a bastion of wonderful nerditude. So there's definitely that Nachat component there, though I would say... Sadly, none of my, well, not sadly, but none of my children are part of it. Right. Um, but I do, <laughs> I do remember, you know, that Yoni, my 17-year-old, right. had like an exam recently. And I was like, but what are you learning? And there was this like awkward pause when he, he doesn't Funny. know. Like, he, you know, like maybe Shmot, but it could just as easily be Bamidbar. Isn't there like overlap right. there? And I was like, okay, great. <laughs> I've got to say that that is probably the best compliment. I mean, you have a way of putting my entire psyche into words. And I think, <laughs> what would you say, uh, a nerdy uh, submersiveness? Yes. I think that, that is the best way that I could put my, my teenage years into words. <laughs> Absolutely. That was my vibe. I was never like doing things that weren't, you're not supposed to do, but there was, I was a nerd, but I definitely can hang on to that subversive nerd thing. That yes, was definitely I think what I was, so. I but I think that that's do. followed you throughout. Maybe yes, it I is. think that that's, that's, that's exactly a lot I still, of your... That's exactly where I still am, yes. I don't do anything that's, uh, you know, that toes the line of, of uh, Asura and Mutar, but I play a lot in the, in the in-between there. So, so I, I'll, I'll uh, tell you the truth that I find it fascinating because in the bakery now, when I work in the front of the house, so I work with a lot of kids ages, let's say, 16 to 22, and all my preconceptions of, like, what religion looks like right. or what, I, whatever it is, I'm always, you know, one kid, um, like, doesn't wear a kippah, and I'm like, oh, how long has it been, like, when did you stop being religious? Right. Like, oh, I'm totally religious, right. I just right. don't wear a kippah, and right. I was like... Talk to me more about that. Right. Like, there's this... Well, I think today there's definitely more of that, and I'm so happy to see it. I mean, I, I don't think I was ahead of my time, but in my in my immediate environment, that was definitely something that I thought at least... It was nice for me to think that I carved it out for myself, was that type of that type of thing. With me, the, the first thing started, that subversion started with a Shabbat shirt. I actually have a piece, an art, an art piece that I did that's... Hilariously, being taught in Ganei Ladim now in Israel, my, my piece of art... <laughs> And I get these pictures. It looks like a pinatan sacha for me. It looks like there's like, there's like uh, people have this Shabbat shirt that I drew, um, and the Ganena discusses with the kids what it's about. And for me, that was the first crack in my I don't like to say orthodoxy, but in my derech that I was my trajectory of derech uh, was not wanting to wear a white button-down shirt on Shabbat. That I just drove me absolutely crazy. I had no idea what that had to do with kedusha. Why a certain shirt is how a cloth can be kedusha or not. And it was very, you know, juvenile of me, but I just refused to wear a Shabbat shirt uh, when, starting when I was 15. And that, that still is a very good mashal to what I try to do. Again, sometimes it sounds a little juvenile, or, but and I think it's being done all the time by a lot of people. But I think I brought a visual component to it. I brought an artistic component to it, hopefully. Uh, and that's definitely the, 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 the frequency I try to, uh, to be on. You and I have talked about this for 20 years Nahum. now, this idea of, like, towing what the line is. Right. And then, but, like, who is, like, I used to always say, like, you're a Chaim Patak novel. Right, like, that right, was it. Like, right, right. You're like, what, what religion is supposed to look like, right. what it can look like, right. and then you do have this visual component. The irony is not lost on me that small children are literally learning your, your act of defiance know, against religion. Uh, um, yes, it's totally, meaning, I mean, we always used to say that about your dad, that right. I used to say this line about how your dad wants to, like, your dad, who is a pulpit rabbi for many years, right. wants to, like, Hug you and smack you across the face simultaneously. Again, that was the best. That I remember when you told me that the first time. That was the really the best way to put that in words. It's absolutely true until this day. Till this they day, they mainly want to hug me and smack me at the same time. 
And I'm okay. I think I'm okay with that. I would also say that now that I have kids and that kids are older, I would actually say that it really is the definition of parenthood. Nahon. Like you want to hug your kid Nahon. and smack your kid pretty much 24 <laughs> hours a day. My kids very frequently Nahon. will be like, but do you love me? And I'm like, I do. Wow. But like the like part is challenging wow. at this exact moment, wow. you know? Nice. But um, nice. yeah, that might be all of parenthood. Right. But you you coined that for me, that right. idea. Right. Okay, so you're sitting in Bitzalel Art School. I right. think that's when the first time I approached you to do art for us. I think it was. I think I was still a student my last year. It was actually in this very room, which is... Uh, oh, right. in this very room. Wait, we're in we're, we're in right. Dove's studio right now, and we're hiding in the back room, uh-huh. which in and of itself is amazing, because it used to just be the studio was exactly. this room. And it was just me. Uh, and, <laughs> and now we're surrounded... We're surrounded by close to 15 people. But yeah, it was this room that used to be our, our house. So and I, when we first got married, this was our apartment. And we sat at that table. There was a table right oh there. And you came in with your Moshava stuff, and that's when we started. Right. Uh, Listen, I remember even approaching you and you were like, I'm still in grad nahum, school. And nahum. I said to you, I literally don't care. Meaning right. I knew that like educationally you're able to take like, meaning I've written curriculum for, I don't know, meaning it's right. 20 years now. Right. And you're able to take my curricular ideas and sort of like put them exactly visually where they need to be. Well, you gave me a lot, a lot more credit than I maybe deserved then, but it was a, it was a foreshadowing of why people started coming to me. That was when I realized that people came to me, not because I... I'm the best designer in the world or because I understand fonts or colors. It's because I understood the material they were bringing to me to visualize. And that I still say when I speak to groups and when I speak to, to students, uh, I say that all the time, that this, this business or this career of mine, again, with a lot of siyata dishmaya and wonderful people like you, uh, was built around that. The, uh, the ability to have the conversation and understand the subject matter that was being brought to me to visualize. And sometimes... Designers miss that. Uh, they think it's all about the design. It's all about the yofi. For me, it's a lot about the chokhmah. I come from a home where yofi was really not an issue. I mean, I have no masoret, of, no tradition of yofi, of, of beauty or art in my family, besides my grandfather being uh, painting houses for a living. Um, but I do have a masoret of chokhmah, um, of learning how to take a problem or take text and, and do a midrash on it. So I chose the visual midrash. You know, my dad is a wonderful darshan textually, but I took that to the visual place because that, that, that's what I love to do. But you ended up opening up a whole field, meaning I think when I was getting started writing curriculum, I don't think that there was this concept. Of, there wasn't, let me say different. There wasn't value put right. behind putting illustration or artistry to learning. Right. I mean, I, I always say, again, these are things that I say a lot. I was in the right place at the right time uh, in, a lot of, in a lot of matters. It was, it was ripe. It was just like there for the taking at that time because, you know, the Avichai foundation started and there was it started with music actually everything started with piyut you know that was the first time that people understood hey there's something jewish that can be done differently and i said why can't we do that with with visuals why can't we do that art and design and there was the adi foundation that i just started and there were certain enablers in this and people like you who clients who needed it who understood the need for it for it all i did really was a very simple thing i took my sensibilities from betzalel on being an, a contemporary designer and fused them with my understanding of jewish text and jewish Good. i think content. that's what makes you unique and meaning the Moshava piece was a little bit of a of an easier sell, at least to the clients. Right. right? David and I wrote curriculum for I don't know five years, eight years, ten years for Moshava, right. and that was an easier sell because it was informal. So there right. was sort of this tacit understanding that oh, informal education can be like prettified or right. elevated somehow. Right. But then when I moved over to Lookstein and I was writing curriculum for Lookstein, do you remember? Right. We had a meeting yes, with all yes. of them right. with all these like 
you know, the older generation, yeah, the gatekeepers right. of like right. Jewish knowledge and Jewish education. Right. And we had to pitch it to them right. why it was valued. And the end, I think you went on meaning after I left them, I think you continued with them for years. Yes, I continued with them for years and with a lot of other organizations just like them. It's still, it's still a struggle. I mean, by the way, for a long time, we're not the only studio that does this, um, but it's still a struggle. I still find myself telling uh, clients the same line saying, you want to be so innovative with your content you have to be as innovative with your visual component as you are with your content. And it's a tough sell. It doesn't always work. Uh, not, all, not, not everybody understands it. Not everybody sees it. It seems like you're, you're trying to poke, you know, poke somebody in the eye with it. It's not. It's just, in my view, it's the fresh, interesting, challenging way to express Jewish content. It's mamash as simple as that. For me, it was very exciting to watch you grow because it went <laughs> from really this room right. when we're having this conversation about Moshe Vaz stuff, and then it went through the trajectory of everything that right. I did. I sort of was like, oh, you're coming along for the ride. Right. So when I did Moshe Vaz, you did Moshe Vaz with me, and Lookstein, we wrote a Zionist curriculum. Right. You did that with me. And then when I started Holocrums, right. you guys were, were doing right. Holocrums with me to the point that we ran a Kickstarter. We Not did fun. Holocrums coloring pages. The, the coloring pages. The Harsha coloring pages yes. that we need Elad to talk to. Right. Also, Elad works for Dove and really is the point person for a lot of stuff correct, that I've done. Correct. But um, you, to me, that was also, for me, it was right. fabulous because it was putting women in coloring pages. And right. so for me, it was this really exciting right. moment. But for for me, watching you, it became this like, you, you became this, I'm so sorry to embarrass you, like this <laughs> Jerusalem, like iconic figure, like Thanks. the Dove Abramson studio was like the place where people went. Right. So it, Thanks. it leads I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I guess, I guess I should have started by saying that you have so much stock in this place, but you know that, and I'm, I don't want to embarrass you too much. Don't Nora, embarrass but, me. But uh, really, I mean, the, the, the fact that you took me with you on all these adventures and I never knew which one was going to be the one. True. I, I didn't know which one was going to be the one that would really, you know, take it to the next level. And I probably, if I had to put my money on it, it wouldn't be the bakery. But <laughs> I mean that. In the, I mean that. In You're the, not in the, the first in the, person I, I, to that's say just, that. That's just me being short-sighted, and that's why our best partners and you are our best partner are the people that have the chazon and have the vision. Because I get, you have to understand where I get people come in the door with half-baked. No pun intended. Half-baked <laughs> ideas, quarter-baked ideas, ideas that aren't baked at all. And I can never tell. Uh, I, can, I, I, know what, I know what we can do with it visually, but I can never tell which ones are going to take off, which ones are brilliant, and which ones are going to fall flat. And this one just, just... Well, this was also, I would say, let's say, okay, let's go to the bakery world. But I want to okay. say one more hilarious sure, story, ahead. which is the story of, meaning when we when we um, told our parents that we were contemplating this bakery idea, right. they obviously thought we were nuts, right. meaning literally nuts. And I think probably on some levels we knew that it was, mm -hmm. it was nuts also. But um, it feels, it resonates with the story of, about your mom, where right. like you're doing all these like huge, it was just, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing all these huge right. things. Like yesterday it was like a huge government, it was the Ministry right. of the Interior. Right. You're doing all the layout for this huge conference and your mom is like, so how did they hear about you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a little bit, um, I don't know, I don't know if my parents are going to be listening to this, um, but... I think that, that I, I, I like to, what I, what I do a lot, I'm going to spin this a little bit, Dora. I, um, what I hope, I think you do this also. I really have tried throughout the close to 20 years of, of this business and this studio is to see, um, see obstacles or even, I would say, uh, see them as challenges. And I think even that, and I love my mom and my dad dearly, and they've really put me on the path to all of what I do, even the parts that 
that they want to smack, smack me. You, they want to yeah. smack me about. Um, to me, that's a challenge. When my mom asks me, uh, "Really, you did the Misrata <laughs> Pnim? Kevin, how did they get to you?" With the emphasis on the you. Um, and she doesn't even hear it because she, she's really interested in knowing what, you know, what I'm doing. And she's always very inquisitive about what it is that we're doing. But I, to me, that's a challenge. That means, okay, there's still some work to be done. Uh, it's, <laughs> not everybody knows who you are. You know, it's a ter- I always say here in the studio, I call it uh, Targil Bitsniut, an exercise in Sniut. And that's fine. We, but always yeah, talk about, um, we always talk about this idea of humility right, and humbleness. Right. Because in the bakery, you're not making millions of dollars right, selling right. an 18-shekel loaf of bread. You're just not making your millions like that. So it's this constant struggle no, of like... Absolutely. Also, I find that now, and you're going to agree with me on this in your life also, like... David and I, at least in the gush, we have like B minus celebrity status. Like people. Exactly like, what I said. I want to tell you a Kamsa and Bar Kamsa story. I once got a, um, I got a text message inviting me, this about uh, six or seven years ago, inviting me to appear uh, on a special evening for one of the Jewish organizations in Yerushalayim, <laughs> a very cool, hip Jewish organization, saying that they want me to speak and that the mayor is going to be there and can I give a Dvar Torah? So I said, wow, I'm really getting up there, you know, terrific. So I text back and I say, I say, sure, uh, no problem, I'll be there. And then um, we're, like, we're like going back and forth on the time and whatever. And, and I said, I just have to find my, my wife had something that, that evening. So I said, I have to find the babysitter. And all of a sudden I hear the equivalent of total silence on the sure text message. Sure like on the, on, the, on the text message like on the other side, like for a few hours. And then I get back and I say, oh, I thought this was Dove Elboim. <laughs> is a very prominent uh, um, uh, Jewish thinker and, and writer uh, he has a television show <laughs> that Israeli, Israelis who are into Jewish stuff know Dov Elbow so he had it on his phone he had Dov Aleph on his phone so it was the ultimate concept of our concept. so that's a good humility thing yeah I totally understand the B minus celebrity I probably even less than that like C but yeah I, under, I totally understand so that so we find like I right. find like I need to smile at everybody and like every <laughs> once in a while like someone will see me smile and then will come over and tell me that there's like too much salad dressing in the salad okay. and I'll be like you know shopping my favorite celebrity sighting was I was at Rami Levy at the cheese counter and the guy who worked there was an Arab from the same village as the as Ahmed and Ali who are the guys that work with us and he's like oh you're Patamela and I'm like I have arrived that's (laughs) that's where I'm being recognized that's funny that's very funny um okay another thing um hmm, yes another thing let's go here another thing that you and I have in common is that we share light anxiety yes we do not always light not always light but always you're you're just being nice you don't want me you don't want me to say how heavy it is but yeah I don't know but I would say there are light to moderate it's moderate it's moderate to heavy but (laughs) but I'll go with light fine I'm gonna I've learned by the way not to not to brag about my anxiety because I feel that now that anxiety is almost like a badge of honor and everybody has it and it's like you know oh I have anxiety so I've, I've, I've switched on that I don't I'm not ashamed of it but I don't like to throw it out there that much like oh. as a because I, I feel like the, like ever since Tony Soprano had uh, had anxiety attacks on TV so it's like a cool <laughs> thing so first of all you're you've just aged yourself so long it was so long ago that show <laughs> but that uh, show is called the Sopranos Mondo's. check Maybe it out I don't even google know where you can it. find it anymore yes google, google if that's still a thing is google still a thing google it <laughs> Okay. Um, yes, I wouldn't even go to Tony Soprano. Okay. I would say definitely in this day and age, it's definitely much more common. Right. But I would also say um, I do talk about it because I feel like I Absolutely. come across very like confident in certain realms. And so I feel like oh, it's good sure. to be like, oh, there are moments when I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. wow, do I have racing thoughts right now and what's right. happening? Yeah. Um, but I also think that it happens because it, like 
I think of it as like creative people have minds that work in different ways. Yes. One of my ther- one of my long line of therapists, not that long line. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, one said that that actually a um, a study was done, and it's uh, absolutely uh, scientific that that the. It was actually done in Betzalel that more more creative people suffer from anxiety. I'm not sure I understand that exactly, um, but I do know that my, at least in a personal level, my anxiety, my bouts with anxiety, or my relationship with my anxiety, I I always try to say I I uh, in Hebrew we say mimanif. I like try to turn it or spin it to my own creativity and make something good out of it. And for sure. Uh, I had, for a while, I had a poster here that, that said that this place is based... Uh, they made, the chevra the here made for my birthday once, but I was too ashamed, I guess, to put it up. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of here was built, is built on that. Um, I don't know how to explain that exactly, um, but also, even, even, even my business acumen, I think, is based on that a lot. Uh, risk, I think I have a good balance of risk-taking because I don't want to go out too far um, because of my anxiety, uh, but... The truth is, and that's the most important part I want to say about this, this is coming out a little, uh, the most important thing I want to say about it is that um, the one place that I don't have the anxiety is in my creative part. It was where I'm actually doing everything creative. This is my happy place, the studio. So I find that, meaning it can be my happy place, and for me I think it's more situational, like, mm-hmm. oh, are you about to buy a second bakery and a factory? Right. It's probably not a surprise you're not sleeping at night. Right, like, right. There's true. definitely this causality for me, right. but I've always said, like, the gift of having creativity or, like, having a mind that thinks in that way or enjoys mm-hmm. being in that way, that, for me, makes it worthwhile. Like, I'm okay with right. that anxiety because the okay. flip side has given me good right. things. Right. But I'll also say, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, in our bakery I find that either it's generational and like kids these days and social media and the pressure Mm -hmm. and whatever are more prone to it but I think that something in a bakery and I wonder if it's the same in an art studio but something in a bakery is very calming and nurturing to people's souls that is true that is true that that, that's definitely feeling like when I come in here in the morning and and that that is definitely true I feel absolutely you said it better than I can say. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, and I enjoy that. Like I enjoy right. the fact that the bakery is a is a happy space or a right. safe space for right. so many people. That's right. been great. That's great. Okay, so you actually named the bakery. Yes, I did. I want credit for that. You uh, here, Thank it you. Uh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> this <laughs> no, I'm just kidding because we don't always do that. But I'll talk about. Okay. You uh, named the bakery, right. meaning we had come to you and we sort of had this idea, and it was a bakery, and David was going to. Meaning you followed David's been all over the board, uh-huh. and so to peg him down onto one thing and to think, oh, this is what we're going to run at, was shocking to us. And you came up. It also it felt a little bit like Queen Esther's beauty pageant, right? Because you had three artists, you were one of them, right. and you each submitted one way, one approach to the bakery. Yeah. Did you secretly know you were going to win? I didn't win. I didn't. I didn't really win. What it was actually we about? actually. Oh, oh, the name. The name I won. The, the name I won, but not the design. Why? Because I didn't know. I didn't really win the design. I'm going to backtrack here for a second. Birshutech, as they say, and I'm going to say this. First of all, I had never seen David as focused in my life when you, as when you came in with the bakery. And I maybe I had an inkling that something here was different. Not that the other things weren't great, but that's was really going to be a big thing because David was absolutely focused. Um, and also the other thing I'm going to say is that you have to understand this is way out of our comfort zone when you first came to us. I mean, we had never done anything commercial by any stretch of the imagination, almost nothing commercial on this level of what's called branding, um, we hadn't really done. And as usual, you gave us more credit than we actually gave, our, I gave ourselves. It was like conversion. I mean, it was I approached conversion. you and you turned me down. We have, I approached we, you again right. and you turned and me down done, again. And we have done, you know, we've done tons of educational stuff and what we call, you know, content 
based uh, design, but we had never really done a store um, or even a company for that matter. And the truth is that everybody, the chevra here was so, the team was so thirsty for something like that. I didn't even realize how much they wanted to do something like that. Since then, we've been much better at opening, apropos the anxiety things, opening our, our horizons to other things. But that was the really, one of the biggest tichot she'arim that we had at the studios when you came with the bakery and I said, oh, but, but, but food is such a specific, such a specialty to design and to brand a, a store, a bakery. It's, we've never done anything. How would you ever... But you have the faith way more than I did. I always have, meaning maybe this is a mistake, but I always have full confidence in you. Well, thanks. I don't, I know, that, I don't know if that's good or I, bad. I don't know. But I do have... Tr- <laughs> we meaning, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I do, meaning there's totally full confidence in, in what you were going to do. So thanks. even when you were saying to me, no, I'm watching the wheels start turning, I'm like, we got right, them on right. board. So thanks, thanks. I appreciate that. But so with this, we did like an inner... You're right. We did like an inner beauty pageant. We had three designers come up with three different names and designs. The truth is that the eventual design is kind of a mix and match because the Papa Melach logo was not done by me. The Papa Melach logo was done by, I believe uh, it was Neria who did the actual typography wow. for the Papa Melach. I did not know that. I named this, I named, that was the name that I used for my design, but I have to go look back at it. But whatever the case may be, uh, it, was a, it was a hell of a ride. Can I say hell on your podcast? You can, okay? I have said it once okay, before. Okay, all right. So it was... It was a heck of a ride, and it's still and it's still a ride. It still is. Um, it is. Well, explain Papa Mella. Okay, so I my my default uh, uh, knee jerk reaction to any brief that I'm given is to go back to my Jewish catalog and find the chibur to a Jewish thing. By the way, you guys did a great sell because I always say, "Oh, but we do the Jewish thing. We do the Jewish thing." This is a bakery, so you sold me on, and I don't know. You know, if that was the real chazon or not, that this is a biblical bakery, that we only use the three ingredients that were used during, I remember that specifically. And it was, you know, Maim, Melach, and Kemach. Yeah. So, Do you remember even when we put the tagline on, Kemach, Maim, Melach, right. somebody called us, like a bakery called us, and they're like, you can't use that, those words, those are my words. And we're like, it's literally ingredients. Like, you can't argue ingredients. I didn't know that. So, so, so I, um, I, that's my, my, my default is to go and say, okay, Mafia, Lechem, you know, Melach, what, and I, so I did one of those associative, like just one of these, you know, uh, brainstorming with myself kind of thing. With, and one of the first things that came up was um, the, uh, the Ma'amar in Pirkei Avot that says, Pad Bamelach Tochal, Al Aretz Tishan, Maim Bam Tishteh. And how, how Talmidei Chachamim are supposed to live with the minimum, the bare minimum of necessity. With the simplicity of simplicity life. Simplicity of life, right. But that's the, way, that's the way to live your life. I don't know how many of us do that exactly, but it just seemed nice. It, it seemed a little phonetically, it was a mouthful, and I, I, but I always say that things grow on you. I don't know, how, how are you with that? Like, People get it wrong all the time. Like, right. even we started selling Especially bread in English here. transliteration. I mean, if you're a Hebrew no, speaker, saying, it's even Even easier. like, let's say, on Amit Rafaim, we started selling bread at Pat Balechem. Right, right, so I don't right, care. Meaning, right. but for people who know, and also I would say, like, it is that secret society of people right. who reference Pirkei Avot right. frequently. But, like, the concept is so, it so beautifully matches David. Like, this idea right. of, like, being authentic and being simple and really focusing in on what matters, right. that um, it was a no-brainer. Like, once we That's got great. there, even the, like, phonetic 
considerations. Yeah. I don't even think they were considerations. Right. Well, I always say, I give the dogma of idiot achronot. If you were in a brainstorming uh, uh, situation and you were pitching names for the best-selling newspaper in the country and you would pitch yidiot acharonot would throw you out of the room. But the things grow on you and, and I think that's one of the great things and I'm not a big proponent of like branding in the in the big sense but I think one of the big things in branding is that you make, it's like it's like they say about about uh, athletes that doesn't matter what number you pick, you're going to make the number. You know, Michael Jordan's going to make 23 famous. It's not Michael Jordan picked a good number. So I think on that analogy, you know, you guys are making Pat Bamelach the, the brand that everybody it's knows to say, even if it's a mouthful. It's shocking to you that you referenced Michael Jordan. Like, I would have assumed you would have gone directly to some kind of baseball reference. That is true. Your, that is my, hap, that's my other happy <laughs> We're that's sitting happy under, place. it says, a panoramic view in Bronx, New yes. York. I'm going to assume it's... I haven't been in the States in 15 years, but uh, that's why I need, I need that. Uh, so we just actually, you know that the only time bakers get off is Pesach, and we right. take it like the gospel. So we were on the phone with our travel agent last night for 45 minutes, and our tickets to Florida give us a day with our kids in New York. And I can't, like, the, the list nice. of things that I want them nice. to see, maybe it isn't the panoramic nice. view of right. Bronx, New York, um, but right. yes, yeah, so you're a huge baseball guy. Right. I am a huge baseball guy. That's one thing. When I made Aliyah, I was seven and a half, younger than you were when you made Aliyah. And uh, the, the sob story is that all I did on the plane was cry that I'm not going to see baseball again. And then I went into a baseball coma of 15 years till the internet came around. And I actually reconstructed my baseball memory for those 15 years between 1983 and 1999 and memorized all the teams and players that I had lost during those years. That is totally off topic. It's nerdy. No, it's, I don't That's, think it is. Right, nerdy nerdy subversiveness comes right back is, at you. But I am a huge, huge fan. A huge fan. Okay, you pick Papa Melach. And again, I would say another thing with like the branding and making the number is you gave us the blue. Papa Melach blue. Okay. Which I also that think also wasn't be me. like... A, we have to go back to the presentations because I, I didn't that do that. That was Yes, but it wasn't me. Wow. That was, I think, from that was either off Noah or Neria. These are two great designers from our studio, uh, who are still Melave Pat Bamelach on a daily basis. They're my handholders. They're my So uh, we have to check that out. But it, I don't think it's me. Uh, but that's it's us. So but it's fascinating. Us. Right. Anyway, but we have this blue. That's meaning I would turn it into a Crayola color. It feels like a Tiffany's blue right, right. now, like that famous. And it follows everything in our marketing, yes. meaning the bags, the cups, that when we took over our second location, the first thing that had to be done was we had to match the blue exactly mm -hmm. on the wall, mm -hmm. uh, which we did. Um, and that was all, meaning you built us up into this very, very, I mean, please God, let it be successful. Knock on for Micah, whatever yes. this is. Um, but that was you that put us there. Right. Thanks. I mean, really, it's a schut. I mean, I have nothing, I have nothing more to really add to that. It's, it's definitely a team effort. I am just, you know... I opened the door here and closed, you know, shut it at night. But but uh, really, the team here done, has done an amazing job, and they still love working on it. It's been what, how many years now, Devara? We are closing in on fourth. Fourth, right? Fourth so and year. they still enjoy wow. it because it's so pure. There's something about the design that hasn't. Also, by the way, it hasn't um, deteriorated. In other words, it's kept its it's kept its freshness, at least in our minds as designers of it. Uh, and we, by the way, get a lot of uh, compliments about it too. I mean, uh, we know when people love a certain project of ours because we know how to, we, we can measure how much feedback we get, you know, from, from people. And this is one of our big feedback projects is Papa Melo, for sure. And also it keeps going, meaning there was like the paint color. And I, I remember when the windows went in and we had right. painted the windows that blue and I was hysterical. I thought it was terrible. I, I think Elad and Noah, I think they got into a car in your slime and drove out that day to Rose Stream because right. I was having a panic attack right, of like, right, it's totally right. the wrong blue. And they calmed me. I also brought my friend Jessica, who's mm -hmm. an interior designer. Mm -hmm. Everybody had to stand in that room and tell me the blue is fine. <laughs> and now the blue is everywhere. 
I paint my fingernails that blue sometimes right. just to, you know, be on brand. Right. Right. Um, but it is revolutionary for us. But then it didn't stop, meaning then we did the tote bags and uh-huh. then we did the bags that you buy with. Most recently, we did bumper stickers that go on our shopping carts. Did you know we did No. Oh, yes, I did. I did. They're adorable. The shlach, the, is it Shlach what, what are you Yes, using? there are a whole bunch of them. We okay. did we took I all did of them. Few? Okay. Yeah, right. meaning so it's just sort of the gift that keeps on giving the that we keep going. which aren't blue, oh, by the way. the t-shirts. The t-shirts are my favorite. That. Because the, the, the t-shirts also, I, I did the copywriting for most of them at least, uh, and I love them. And every time I walk with the Imen Kemach in Torah t-shirt, wherever I'm walking, people smile at me. They look at it, and they give me like the smile. By the way, you said, you mentioned something very important about the secret society. That is definitely, I'm okay with that. People ask me as an artist, I'm a designer, but I also do some, some of my own art that's in museums, and a lot of it is very much secret society based. People that... Uh, earn their time. Right. And, and I'm very much into that. I love that. I think it's a good reward for people that were Amelim uh, Batura. I think it's a very good reward that there are certain in-jokes or not jokes, but in tovanot, um, insights that they can that they can get. Right, so what are our, remind everybody what our... So we have Yimei Kemach in Torah, right. uh, which is great for a bakery. Um, that actually was in the, that was on the original presentation. I did like a bumper sticker, by the way, Fine. for that. We also have... We can, have right? Can't Talk Just Washed, which I which I love. There was one that you nixed that was uh, worth benching for. No, we have, you we have, have worth washing for. Oh, we have worth, worth washing, washing for. for. Oh, okay. We have those three. Okay. Yes, also, I love it because people will take pictures in those t-shirts all around the world and send it's amazing. As if to be like, here's your mark. That's amazing. But the reason that I don't love the t-shirts as much as I should is because David, it's his uniform. Meaning I noticed that. I see that from all, all the photos. I didn't realize that. I, mean, I see it, that. I see it on, on, your, on social media. But only I see because, I mean, I've got to say it's because of laziness. Like, just put on another <laughs> damn shirt, you know? It's not that your closet isn't full of shirts. It's just the default is, I, he must have 25 s- scattered everywhere around. Um, yeah, those were great. I so let me it. say a couple of things. Sure. One, on our on our website, which you also built, right. com. there's a section now for the podcast, so you can actually find the podcast oh. there. But I'll set up links so that you can link to Dove Studio and his Instagram page and see what he's up to. I'll also put links to buy the T-shirts so that you can buy the T-shirts. We'll send them your way. Did we talk about anything else that needed to be linked? No. The Yankees? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, I'm definitely. I'm, I have a, I have a whole tie-in deal with, uh, with the Yankees PR department. Affiliate marketing. Mamash. Affiliate marketing. Yes, they really they really see us as, as very instrumental. Um, I, I think yes. that we, don't, don't don't undermine the, uh, the significance. Right. Um, so I bought you presents today. I bought you um, vegan spelled crackers Yay. and spelled cookies, which I think I'm going to leave here because otherwise your staff. Well, I mean, maybe I'll give some Amazing. to um, Noah Thanks and Elad. Um, this was great. I Thank love you. memory lane. I memory love it. Memory lane is great. And also, doesn't it feel good? Like, don't you feel happy in your heart this right now? This is very therapeutic. Yes, it sounds, it's very good. I think we should do this once in a while, even if you don't. Even if. Just put the microphone in front of us and we'll, it's you know. True. It's true. No, great. it is very therapeutic. And also, I'm excited because it's something that keeps going. Like, right. I, don't, I feel like it's something that's very fluid. Like, we did round one. I'm really excited for round two, meaning I'm going to hit you up with a few things that we're working on now, Joe, that I don't okay. even know if you know. Um, so... In uh, Rosh Surim, which is like a little bit quieter now because all the action right, is right, in, front. in the front. So we're hoping to launch um, a pizza pub night there cool. once a week, sort of like. Um, oh, you guys! I gotta say this to the Tibura Rachav. You guys are amazing, really, Bemet. You guys are amazing, and we and we, we we love you. I mean, it's just amazing what you're doing. Uh, the entrepreneurial part of it, but with real substance. Mamash lechem. I mean, there's no more. It doesn't get much more substance than that. It's amazing. It's <laughs> Look, amazing. I appreciate it. It's fun. Meaning, we're having a very good time. I think we're exhausted, but I think it's good exhaustion. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so hopefully, we're launching that. You'll right. be designing that. We right. might be expanding a little bit oh, more. Man. Um, so hooray for great things. How did they get to you? 
Who is they in this story? <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, like I'm just being your, like my mom here saying, you know. <laughs> how did they, how find they know? You? How did they find you? How it's true. Mrs. It? Abramson, <laughs> you can put us into ways. Rabbits and Abramson, you can put us into ways. You can get straight there and free yeah. coffee for right. you. Okay. And Jerona, come on. Nah come fun. come nah visit, Jeronis. We miss you. Yes, we'll go together. <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe.